Monaghan, the new Border Amateur League match secretary. Good evening, Jerry. Good evening, Davy. Well, Miss Boots will be take a bit of filling. Yes, uh, it will be very, very difficult to re- replace, uh, sadly, uh, uh, Wilma, who's sadly passed away prior to the end of the season. It, uh, it will be very, very difficult. But uh, I'm looking forward to the fresh challenge. And as I say, uh, you know, I'm hoping that uh, I can do as good a job as she done over the years. Yes, well, amateur football on the board. There's never short of football teams. Another two new entries this season, I believe. Well, uh, that's not uh, totally correct. There was due to be two new teams. Two, two new teams were admitted into the league at the AGM, but unfortunately, uh, before a ball has been kicked uh, t- tomorrow in the first uh, lot of league games, one team has dropped out, namely Dunbar. Dunbar's out, so they were playing They've, CFC Boham, so that's They off. were indeed. That game is off. They have dropped right. out of the league because they've not been able to uh, raise enough players to field a team. Right. And Hartsell, others <coughs> deal with that, of course, Newcastleton. Yes, uh, that's... Uh, uh, it's great to see uh, a new team from that down uh, down in the uh, Newcastleton area because uh, I remember when I played all those years ago that uh, I had the privilege of playing down there and then a nice playing pitch and it was a good setup and it's it's good to see uh, a team from that area um, being admitted in the league. It seems to be an awful lot of travelling these days. I mean, you go to Longham to Eyemouth, up to Dunbar. <coughs> it's amazing. Yes, uh, and the strange irony is that you've just mentioned a fixture that was uh, cancelled tomorrow because. Um, taking on the, the new job uh, for me as match secretary, I thought um, that uh, for CFC Bowman it was the longest trip, and I thought, well, they're better going up there at this time of the year when it's light and the weather's reasonably uh, fair, uh, and get their season off, get that long trip out the road. But sadly, um, they don't have to make that trip now with, uh, with that team dropping out of the league. Yes, which is, which is disappointing in the first game of the season. Yeah, it's it? disappointing because uh, obviously the, the Boham lads, uh, I spoke to their manager the other evening and uh, they were disappointed because they've they've been training hard and looking forward to their first fixture and sadly uh, the game has had to be postponed. Well, at least they're in the third division. They're not going to upset the rest of the A division <coughs> or B division, No, uh, it just means now that each week uh, there will be a team uh, not able to play. So, But uh, you can't do much about that at this stage mm-hmm. of the, no, the proceedings, unfortunately. Not. Now, looking back on last season, A division, Leithen Rovers were the winners last year. Who's going to be in the hunt? Gala Rovers uh, could come into the equation this time. I, I, I yes, I, I think that uh, I think that Gala Rovers uh, certainly are one of the most attractive football sides in Division A, and I think that uh, they, I would I would very much think that they'll be the team to beat. I don't know um, what um, if any changes have been made to the Leithen Rovers side, but I saw them twice last season, and they were they were a good side. Very yeah. good side. And big changes at Chernside with Gavin McLean leaving. That was a big, yes. big shock. Uh, yes, it was indeed because uh, um, I, I spoke to the, the, the secretary of the club and uh, obviously they, they've lost some players as well. And uh, there was a possibility that their second team um, may have dropped out of the league as well, but they've managed to avoid that. They've had a meeting this weekend so that uh, that's they're able to. To, uh, to fuel both teams but the, the first team I think will be perhaps sadly under strength from, compared to what they were last season It always amazes me that the teams like Chernside you know the size of the place and the kind of uh, kind of two teams and Greenlaw who, who, who did so well last year you know and, and a wee place like that kind of teams and all it's just, it's just amazing and Ankrum and that's border amateur football eh? and they say rugby's bigger as uh, football on the borders but, uh, I don't that... think so I think the structure of football now in the borders, uh, you know, in the length of time I've been living down here is, is so much better. A lot of we 
uh, places like Greenlaw, Ancrum, etc. They've got youngsters playing at early ages and they can bring the young lads through uh, at different age groups and, and obviously the prospect for them uh, to play in, in their, their local uh, team is, is there for them to play and and I think that, uh, as I say, the whole football structure is so much more improved now. And there's great opportunities for young lads to take up the game. So it's an alternative to rugby. Um, you know, it's, it gives them another option, which perhaps in the past, at an early age, they didn't have that option. Yeah, well, Saturday afternoons, it's going to be busy in the house. Yes, it will be very busy <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, as I say, uh, obviously I'm going to have to be available now to, to take calls from the teams and, and get... Um, collate the results together and obviously um, let you guys know um, the results so that you can put them on air in your Saturday evening slot I think you've given up the refereeing have you? Yes I finished last season I decided that uh, it was probably uh, time to stop because at the end of the day uh, I've always prided myself on my fitness and uh, I didn't want to continue beyond a period where perhaps I was not able to do the job to the best of my ability and be fit because I think it's important to do justice to the teams that you're physically fit and able to do uh, the best you can. Right. And I thought it was time to quit. I was privileged enough to do uh, referee a cup final, uh, sadly the, the, the day before um, our late departed match secretary, Wilma, uh, sadly passed away. And that uh, I only did one more game. So as I say, it was nice to finish on a high note and... Uh, and that pleases me. But I think it's right. I think the decision was there. Um, I had been asked um, prior to Wilma's untimely death to, to consider taking the position over. And uh, as I say, uh, I think it was probably the right time to quit. And I'm glad I, I did so. I'm looking forward to it. As I say, I've always been interested in football. And it still keeps a, you know, I can keep a passive interest in it now. Right. Thanks very much, Jerry, for coming on the show. You're welcome. That's Jerry Monaghan, the new match check of the Borders Amateur League. In my opinion, one of the best acquisitions you'll ever get. Thanks very much, Jerry. Uh, the Easter Scotland season kicked off with a bang. Two games this week. Paul Brown, the Selkirk manager, looks at his results. Good evening, Paul. Evening, Davey. Bad and good. Losing six to Stirling University it was a surprise to me as your defence had done so well in pre-season games. Dave, it was, a, it was a sore start, a hard one to take. As you see, after the... The pre-season we had, we felt fairly confident going up to Stirling last Saturday, but um, first 30 minutes was OK, we settled in well, I thought we'd done OK, but after that it was just one mistake after another, so the quicker we got on the bus back down the road, the better. Um, obviously the game on Wednesday night couldn't have come quick enough, um, a few changes, but the response you got for the players for Wednesday was, was what we John Dodds, when did he lost, lose six goals, you know? Well, probably last season, Davey, in a couple of games, yeah, but um, no, it was just it was a bad day all round. Right. So the least said it would have been. Well, you made up for it on Wednesday night, beating the Vale two 0 Yep, David, a uh, local derby. Um, assisted the players before the game on Wednesday. That again, every, every game this season will be tough games, but we've got to start picking up points because last season early on we picked up quite a few. So we do the same this season. I felt Wednesday. Um, Right for the first whistle. It wasn't pretty at times, but obviously local derbies are not and it was just the important thing was getting the three points, Davy. Can I ask you about the Viola like? Because they usually play some decent football. Like they did, Davy. Times they played, they got the ball doing not too well, but there were times they tried a bit too much. Um, and both their goals came for us to score and them make them into mistakes, and we punished uh, two two mistakes for two goals. Right, do you see me have a huge squad this season. Yeah, Dave, we felt um end of last season we had to add to your squad for this season because the last two or three seasons we've been 
near the bottom of the table, just kind of hanging in there. Um, and we've done a lot of work during the, the summer. They're trying to attract players. They come and play Premier Division football, playing it against top teams, Spartans, your White Hills, playing at attractive grounds. And yeah, it worked well, David, because you've got a squad now with 21 signed players. Yeah. He was, I felt he was a wee bit short last season. I said it a few times. And I see Jason Coburn's... Has he decided to play up front or you decided that he's playing up front? We decided. Maybe, <laughs> I'm sure it, he did. I felt... It were, it were, sorry, it were awards at the end of last season. You and Pritchard claimed most of the prizes. Um, and he played centre-half last season. Great and for season. me, without Great doubt, season. Yeah, he's, he's been unbelievable. He started this season as well, Davy. Um, him and Jason Hills were probably the two best players last Saturday. Again on Wednesday night, you and he just seems to. It doesn't seem to have a bad game. Weekend week out, he just turns in uh, performance after performance. So uh, he's, he's done really well. Now civil service tomorrow. They got up last year. Now I've seen them last twice last year. A decent side, uh, but three points plus three against uh, the Vale would be very good. David, three points tomorrow would be a massive boost for us. They give us six points out of nine. But one thing about the Strollers, we played them twice in the league and once in the cup last season. And to me, they're, they're not team individuals, they're, they're just a hard-working team. The press in, they don't need to stop you playing. They're just a very, very physical side, so we'll have to we'll have to be up on our toes tomorrow. But if I can get the same response for the players I got on Wednesday night, then we'll not be far away from picking up three points tomorrow. Right, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll cover that for Radio Borders, Paul, and let's get the three points. Cheers, David. Thanks. That's Paul Brownlee, the Selkirk manager. Bruce, nice to see you back. Yes, hurried in just in time to do the fixtures with you, as ever. Let's start in the Iron Bruce Scottish Division 3. Berwick, well, they had a great start to their league campaign, 6-2 win. Pretty uh, impressive, but uh, they're at Clyde tomorrow. I think they're one of the favourites for promotion at this you know, early yeah, stage. I, I be think tough. Berwick could surprise Clyde here. You know, I, I, I think they could... Uh, Clyde, uh, Jimmy Crease was saying the night they've got uh, quite a, a few... Ex pros coming in, obviously in the Clyde area, Cambus Long they play at like bit there. But when you bring in players, Bruce, I mean, look at Manchester City, they bought players worth millions of pounds and they can't even gel in five minutes. And, and they could be the same. Berwick, Stuart Callaghan and Ian Little still out injured, but he's got his full squad. And I think, I think he could maybe sneak it 2 1, which would be a great start for Berwick Rangers tomorrow, no doubt about that. But 6 2, I was reporting for Murray Ferredo up north, and the boy was getting every time he phoned up, he says, There's another goal, there's another. I says, Oh, it's 6 0, we've played 50 minutes. I says, He sounded awfully depressed, depressed him. <laughs> <laughs> he really was depressed. A great start for Berwick. I can't remember that for a long, long time. And Darren Gillen, Gibbon got a hard trick, so good for him. Murray so, Firth Radio, we didn't have a clue what you were saying, David, did he? The Heelanders, I just said they were Heelanders, so you wouldn't have cared. East of Scotland football, you're, you're late getting the cup started this year, so into oh, the second week of the season. I Image Sprinters Cup qualifying first round, Coldstream against Stirling. You'd surprised defeat for Coldstream yeah, midweek. Yeah, I'm with beating 2 1, which is really surprising. Stirling's taken six goals off of Selkirk, so. It's it's not going to be difficult, but it's almost impossible. But Mark, eh, the, the manager of Coldstream, will, will, will change that, that around, and I think he'll eh, he could end up playing extra time and penalties in that one. But the students, they must have been back quick. They'll need the money, of course. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting paid, are they? <laughs> you mentioned Imouth United in there, so good start for them. They've it, got East Houses, Lily. A wee bit more physical against East Houses. East Houses is a big, strong side and a tight pitch. It might suit them more, but I can see Imouth, uh, if they started off again, Carl Hudson's making a good job. Let's get the three points tomorrow, Carl. And a really good start for Gala Ferry Dean as well, but uh, they've got Spartans tomorrow. That'll Spartans be tough. tomorrow, yeah. They've won, they've got, that's what Fraser Lothian wants. He wants promotion. 
he'll not get he'll get nothing tomorrow. He, you know, but he's got six points in the bag out of six, so he's kind of much better than that. Fair enough. Davy Knox will be there on Saturday Sports Live. Uh, Hoyk Royal Albert, they play Vale of Leaven Vale. Well, you're saying earlier, lost their manager. Yes, uh, lost their manager after two games. Robbie Horton, he was an ex Berwick player. He's going to uh, be in charge at the moment. And we'll wait and see what happens here. But the biggest uh, surprise I got was uh, Ali Curry, their secretary, a really, really strong Celtic supporter. And I'll never let him f- forget this till right the end of the next season. He says he'll support Rangers if they'll get relegated. And he says, there's no change of that. I says, if they'll get relegated, I'll be up there with a the scarf, Alec. And he's that kind of guy, he'll take it and he'll banter up there the whole time. So I'll never let him live that one down. But we might not let him support Rangers. We don't want, no want him. We want him. <laughs> Um, they will take the points in that one Yeah, well another manager having a tough start to the, the season Is at Peebles Rovers there up at uh, Ormiston Yeah, Stuart Robinson, old friend of mine He's kind of about the game, Stuart You're hitting 60 and in East of Scotland football is a bit old But Stuart's he's young, dedicated and well, that's, that's how he goes But they'll get nothing to Ormiston in the morning and then Alex Jack Cup first round Kelso United they entertain Lothian Thistle and Kelso yet to to win this season. Lothian Thistle will be there with fancy for the first division this year, and I don't think Kelso will get. He only went the next round either. Sorry, boys, the night's a bad night. Pretty depressing, really. <laughs> yeah. And then the Central Taxis East of Scotland uh, Premier Division Selkirk they take on Civil Service Strollers. You already spoken to the Selkirk manager. Yes, I'm going for. Uh, I think Paul will pull them out of tomorrow, and if we've got three points tomorrow, that would be absolutely superb. A good start the league it's all everybody wants I don't know what to be at the bottom of the league Bruce and you're heading to Selkirk and I'm heading to Selkirk good stuff well in the border embroideries border amateur division A Duns amateurs play Hoyt Legion it's Gala Rovers against Churnside Hoyt Waverley against Ben Caitland Newtown against Leithen Rovers and Westbourne start against Jed Legion Churnside Colts play Ancrum Elsheimers versus Tweedale Rovers Ironwich United versus Stow Gala United versus Linton Hotspur Hoyt United versus Colts Amateurs Tweedmouth Amateurs versus Langham Legion and in the C division Bruce that first game's off Dundee United uh, United. United. Couldn't get a <laughs> bad result in midweek, but it's no been put into the border division. So that C. Game's off tomorrow. Right. I will. Games that are on is Hoyke Legion, uh, Legion Rovers. I'm catching your disease there, David. Against Tweedmouth Amateur Colts, Kelso Thistle against Selkirk Victoria, Peebles Amateurs against Lauder St Boswells against well another new side, Hearts of Liddesdale and Yetham against Gala Hotspur. That's Newcastle Town. Do you know that Hearts of Liddesdale is at Newcastle? Well, I knew roughly where it was. I didn't know it was it Newcastle. It's miles right. away. Aye. Know. Long, long trip. I hope it's nice for the winter next year. We'll never get a game played. Anyway, I was listening to you claimed that football was bigger than rugby in the borders. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> and we'll be talking rugby <laughs> after the break. I'll get through there when I go- <laughs> 